Ooh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> full of beautiful people. <laughs> Are you beautiful? Sometimes I usually sit in the mirror <laughs> and I say, wow, you are awesome. You are beautiful. Because God made me, yeah? So if you believe that God made you, you are still beautiful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah. We are finishing our 21 days of fasting. <laughs> we conquered, yeah? We conquered it. Yes, God helped us. That's so good when we start something and we can finish. Yeah, like a pleasure. When you can start something and you can finish. So good. So we are finished our 20 days of fast. And until here, God is with us. Yes, God is being with us. So I hope you are confronted about the way you live. About the, what, what you think, how you act in these 21 days to change completely your life, your heart. Were you confronted in these 21 days? I was. <laughs> God shaped me inside. God shook me inside of me. So at, at the beginning of this fasting, we learned that we have to be connected with God in times of crisis. Do you remember? Did you remember what I preached here? We have to be connected with God in time of crisis. What we have to do in time of crisis? Prayer and fasting. Yes. Later, we learn how to be hungry for God. Pastor Mas preached for us. How to be hungry for the living bread that comes from heaven. Jesus Christ. Are you hungry for God? Yes? I'm hungry. I'm still hungry. I'm thirst for his presence, for his living water. Two weeks ago, we learned about becoming desired by God. Like Daniel, when the God told to him, Beloved Daniel. Can you imagine God tell for someone about you, He's my beloved. She's my beloved. <laughs> She's my desired. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. It happens when the things of the earth are detestable before our eyes. We become desired by God. When we seek the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, we become desired by God. Amen? Amen. And last Sunday, we learned what happens when we fast. The way that God moves in us while we are spending time in his presence. So it's very powerful. We become holy. We become more sensitive, sensitive to God's voice. And we become more able to hear his voice through the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Amen. And now we are finishing. <laughs> it's the last day of our 21 fasting. And God has put a strong word in my heart. And I'd like to share with you about the truth fasting and the results of true fasting. The true fasting and the results of true fasting. You're going to see with me. When I began to write this message, I was afraid because it's so strong, so serious. I want to ask you, please pay attention. Get your mind, put your mind in Jesus Christ now. What do you read? What do you listen now? Get like a, a principle for God to you. Just receive it in your heart and put in practice. Amen? Put your mind, put your heart on the Lord and be ready to listen to his voice. He's, he wants to inspire you. And you can, you can get the key of this 20 day, 21 days of fasting. So are you ready? Amen. Yes. The theme is, can you read with me? The results... Of true fasting. Yes. Isaiah chapter 58. Verse 1 to 12. Says. Pay attention. Amen. Shout it loud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion. And to the descendants of Jacob. Their sins. For day after day. They seek me out. 
They seem eager to know my ways, as if I, they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager to, for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves. It is only for bowing one's head like a reed on for lying sackcloth and ashes. Is that what you call as a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To lose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of the yoke, to, set, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? It is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the dawn. And your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Hallelujah. Then you will call. And the Lord will answer. Then you will call. And the Lord will answer. You will cry for help. And he will say, here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your, your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun scorched land and will strengthen your friend. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and old, sorry, ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken, repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. Amen? Let's pray. Close your eyes. Father, we worship you. We adore you. We invite you to come here once again with your presence, with your fire, with your love, with your power. This is your word, not my Father. We ask for help from the Holy Spirit. Please guide us. Open up our ears to listen to your voice and to get full attention to what you are going to tell us. Give us now a broken heart, a humble heart to recognize you are God. You are everything and nothing less. We need you more. We need you more than anything, Jesus. Come, please come, touch our lives. Speak to us. We are expecting for more of you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, Lord. Amen. When we look to this chapter of Isaiah... We see that there was something wrong with people from Israel. Israel in that age, they were destroyed. Destroyed in ruins. Possibly they were in captive at this time. With this scenario, the best thing to do was to seek the presence of the Lord. The people were fasting, but for the wrong reasons. The people sought God. But not with purity and sincerity of heart. They were fasting from the wrong thing. They expected only the blessings and not more of God. They were fasting any old way. They fasted, but they kept leading lives of sin against God. They didn't allow God to change them. They are expecting just for blessings. 
they were totally destroyed. They were in captivity. They were like in chains, in a jail. It's the best scenario to seek the Lord, isn't it? Yeah. When we are in trouble, when we are in the middle of storms, we, we seek the Lord. When we are happy, we, are, we have gladness in our hearts. Sometimes we forget, forget God. But it's the best scenario to seek the Lord with all their hearts and souls. But they seek the Lord with the wrong thing, for the wrong thing. They commit a mistake. So the first lesson we get here, appearances are deceiving. Appearances are deceiving. You can be a religious person and not be spiritual. Do you know that? You can come to the church, but you may not have a relationship with God. Even we can play here some songs. We can sing. We can preach. But maybe we have no relationship with God. We have the best scenario to seek Him. But sometimes we make mistakes. You can know the Bible, but you may not know about the God of the Bible. You, cannot, you can know all the best chapters in the Bible. <laughs> you, can, you can say, you can tell some verse, you know, like in your memory, you just say, just tell God, you are my shepherd. <laughs> I have everything I need. But maybe you may know the God of the Bible. You can know about life. Okay, you study. You can know about business. You can know about feelings, emotions. But you may not know about the author of life. The author of all these things. You can be a good person before your own eyes. You can even fast. But you may not have Jesus in your life. The people of Israel were religious. They sought blessings from God, but they didn't seek the God of blessings. They only wanted God's hands, but they didn't want God's presence. They made offerings to God expecting blessings, but only that. But God rejects offering like that when he is not the most important goal. <laughs> He doesn't divide his glory. All glory belongs to him. If he is not the most important thing, he doesn't come. If we invite God just for blessings, he doesn't come. Before God receives our offerings, he looks to our heart to see the really motivation, the main motivation, the purpose of our sacrifice. So the condition to receive God in his presence is to seek him with all your heart. So let's read the verse number one. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. Do you know what shout it aloud in the text means? It means cry out desperately. Did you cry out this desperate sometimes in your life? Hmm. I cried. <laughs> Many times. Desperate. My, my body starts shaking. I start to scream, you know. <laughs> when I, I got a, um, a deeper emotional thing, you know, you know what, what happened with me. Sometimes I got in my shower, I was taking a shower, and I blocked the, <laughs> just punched the walls. So strong, so strong, because it's desperate. My, my soul, my heart was totally broken. I was desperate for the situation. And God is here. He's telling us, shout it aloud. Cry out desperate to my people, listen me. 
God was desperately to the people turn back to him. To people, to all people open their hearts again to God. To seek him with all their hearts and souls. Cry out desperately. Cry out. Shout loud to everyone. Hear it. Make noise like a trumpet. Do you know what is trumpet? Yes? We don't have it here. Maybe Juan can learn <laughs> and can play for us. Like <laughs> It's like a loud song. Make noise. Get the attention of everybody. God has an important message to tell us. This is what Isaiah, he was saying it. Stop what you are doing. <laughs> Look to me, Isaiah was telling to the people. I'm crying out desperate because God, he is desperate for you, for your attention, for your heart, for your soul. Look to me. I will make some noise to get your full attention. This is what God is doing now. I'm crying out here. And I'm giving to you some scenario about God's heart. He's desperate for you. He's desperate for you. He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your full attention, not 20%. He wants your whole life. Everything you have, everything you are, he's desperate for you. I'm here to wake you up. And you have to wake your soul. If I'm waking you, you have to say to your soul, come on, wake up. Let's change the world. <laughs> but first of all, let's change myself. Let's change inside of me. Because God, he's desperate for me. I cry out the word of God to you now. And I tell you, be brave to recognize you are nothing. And you have to change your way of life. You have to change the way of your life. God used desire to wake up Israel and bring them back to repentance. So I tell you in Jesus' name, it's time to change your life. Did you hear me? It's time to change your life. The time has come, my friend. You have to change. God is desperate for you. I'm shouting aloud for you now. I'm crying out. The time has come to be transformed by God. We cannot walk the same way that we are walking. We are spending time in God's presence. To anyone day seeking his face. But we have to act. We have to move. He's not to move us. We have to act. We have to shake our hands. We have to do something different. As we did before. You have no more time to keep your life as it is. That is what the prophet was saying to Israel in that time. You have to be courageous. Tell your soul what you are doing wrong and fix it. Tell your family what you are having to change and tell the word God's words. Cry out, shout in a loud voice. Amen. Amen. Verse 2 to 5 says that people were singing, uh, singing, sorry, people were sinning against God, but they still sought God. They are sinning. But they still sought God. They thought they were in God's presence every day. But they didn't change the way they lived. They didn't change. The Bible says that they were fasting. They were making offerings. They were called the people of God. But in their hearts, they were far away from the Lord. It's like you come to the church every Sunday. You listen to God's commands, and after that, you remain the same person. You don't change the way you think. You don't put into practice the message you've heard here. But you still are a son of God. 
that makes you a religious person. Yeah. Isaiah 29, 13 says, The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. We are learning that fasting changes us. Fasting helps us to understand that our praise should be, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done, not my Lord, not mine. Let your will be done. It's not my will, but your will, Father. God told Israel that fasting without a broken heart, with no transformation within, it means nothing. It's not enough. The word of God says in Psalms 24, 3 and 4, Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a poor heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. Are you ready to climb up the mountain of the Lord today? Are you ready, sure? Do you have a clean hands, a pure heart to go before God's presence, to see Him face to face, to receive His powerful presence inside of you? After God showed to Israel what they were doing wrong, how they were being religious people with no heart in God, no desire for God, God spoke about what kind of fasting he was expecting from them. There is here a true fasting that God was expecting. And he's standing with us now. Look in verse 6 and 7, Isaiah 58. Is not this, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free, to break every yoke. It is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wandered with shelter. When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. People from Israel were listening to what God considered true fasting. And the true fasting is when you fasting, Change your actions. When you are fasting, some kind of meals, food, drinks, and you change your actions, the way that you live, this is the true fasting. Different and new action in your life. You have to see the fruits of the Holy Spirit growing in you. God said, the fasting I have chose is an action. You have to act in a different way. Act. Look, the first, what God said. Lose the chance of injustice. What is lose? <laughs> to do something. Like, it's hold. I'm going there and in. To lose. Lose the chance. An action. Second thing. The true fasting, you have to untie the cords of the yoke. You have to untie an action. Thirteen, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. You have to go to move and to act and break. Break the every yoke. And also, is to share. Share your food. An action. You have to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor water with shelter. When you see the naked, you have to clothe them. Always God is telling, action, action, move, do something, change the way of your life. Do something new, something new. Help the poor, help your neighbor, help your family, help your church. Clothe them and not to turn away from your flesh and blood. God is calling us to act. Can you say with me? God is calling us to act. Again, God 
He's calling you to act. You have to move. You have to act. I mean, tell you, it's time to move, to experience true fasting. You are fasting food, drinks, sweets. That's all right. You're right. But with true fasting, you do all these things and more. You have to act. This is the true fasting. This is the result. If you are fasting, if you are before God's presence every day, you have to act. You have to show you are different. Fasting must be accompanied by a practice of justice and kindness towards your fellow. There is no point in fasting and speaking ill of others. It makes no sense. Fasting and oppressing others. Putting a heavy burden on people. No point in fasting and at the same time doing things that sadden the heart of God. Make him sad. So you have to act. If we finish here the message and you understand it, that you have to act in a different way, I'm happy. <laughs> you can go home. You can fix things in your life with your family, with your friends, your neighbors. That's fantastic. That's great. You got the point. So in true fasting, you have to lose the chains of injustice. Sometimes we are unfair, isn't it? We are unfair. Unfair before God. Unfair in our offerings, in our tithes. We are unfair with people. We are unfair with our family. The Bible says in Isaiah 64, verse 6, All of us have become like one who is unclean. And all our righteous acts are like fifth rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. God have mercy on us. We are unfair. We are unfair. If you did not act fairly with someone at work or at home, go after this meeting. Go there and loosen the chains. Act. Lose the chains. You have to fix it now, not tomorrow. It's now. If you shout at someone, if you speak ill or gossip about other people, you have to act. If you are unfair before God, ask for forgiveness and change the way. Change the way that you are acting before Him. You have to act. Go and lose the chance of injustice, God says. Maybe you don't know, but this situation, if you are inside of this situation, may hold you and you won't be able to grow in faith. You are being held. You are in the chance. You have to act to break this chance. So take care. Be brave and act. Lose the chance. Amen? This is the first lesson. Lose the chance. The second, in true fasting, We have to untie the cords of yoke. Back one, yes. We have to untie the cords of yoke. Yoke here means oppression. A heavy weight in your life or in the life of others. And I ask you, what kind, what kind of heavy burdens are you carrying? Are you thinking about? <laughs> it's a question for you. I'm asking you. What kind of heavy burdens are you carrying? Second question. Why? <laughs> why are you carrying? You need to carry it on your shoulders. What kind of heavy burdens are you carrying? And why are you carrying it? Who told you to carry it? What kind of oppression is your family facing? Fear, trauma, anguish. God is telling you, you must act. There are things God wants to do for you. I'm going to say again. There are things that God will not do for you. 
You have to do then for yourself with his help. For example, if you are being oppressed by a person or a situation, this is a big problem in your life. You cannot sleep. You cannot live a good life because of that situation. And God is telling you, untie the cords of the oppression. Go there. Just do it. Just go and do it. Untie the cords. Brothers, I like to fix problems. <laughs> Josias like more than me. <laughs> Sometimes I cannot <laughs> resolve. <laughs> and I ask Josiah, help me, Josiah. <laughs> If someone comes to me and asks something, I usually have an opinion about that. And most of the time it is, move it right now. Let's do it again. <laughs> We don't have time. We cannot spend time. Go, go, let's do it. I like to resolve, to fix problems. <laughs> Do something about, don't waste time, but difficult situations. But sometimes we are prisoners of our own thoughts. Our mind becomes a jail and we cannot get out from there. We are prisoners inside of our own mind, our own thoughts. It's full of bad thoughts, bad dreams, bad memories from the past. So go and act, go to Jesus' presence And be strong enough to untie the cords of yoke of your life. And also help others to do the same. Don't be a slave of oppression. Just act. So untie the cords of yoke today. Amen? Amen. The third lesson. In true fasting, we have to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. We have to act, set the oppressed free, and break every rule. True fasting comes with freedom. Hallelujah. <laughs> are you ready to receive freedom in your life? Because we are fasting. And the God said to us, if you are really fasting before my presence, I'm going to show you my true fasting. <laughs> You're going to receive freedom in your life. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, verse 1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom from the captives and re release from darkness for the prisoners. Hallelujah. You have the right words in your mouth. You can proclaim freedom from, for the captives. And you also can be free. And to be free, you have to break every yoke of slavery. Amen? And what is slaving? What is slaving you? You can look to your behavior and see what you usually do is not right before God. You are a slave. If you do the same wrong thing every time, you are a slave of that. Sometimes we think just a slave, the old past, you know, the people who work for another and don't receive the salary, money. No. <laughs> Maybe you are a slave and you didn't know until now. <laughs> But I'm telling you, if you are doing the same thing wrong every time, every time you commit the same mistake, every time you are in the same sin against God, and you, you ask for repentance, and you say, oh God, I will, I will not lie more, I will not uh, fight with my brothers, and you go and do again the same thing, you are a slave. What is slaving you? In your job, in your family, before God's presence, you, you have to look to your behavior today. Maybe you are a slave of lying. You lie all the time. Maybe you have an addiction. You keep struggling with the same sin for years. And God is telling you, set the oppressed free. And also set yourself free first. So you can show the way of freedom to your neighbor. If you receive freedom, you can share it with others. First, start with you. Be free today in Jesus' name. Matthew 11, 28 says, Jesus says, 
Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. I love this verse. <laughs> Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. All you are heavy, you have heavy weight on your shoulders, and I will give you rest. If you do this true fasting, we look at the results that we are going to receive from God. And God told us in Isaiah 58, verse 8 and 9, now we're going to see the results of the true fasting. Amen? Are you with me? Amen? It says, then, if you do the true fasting, okay? If you're fasting some meals, some kind of food and drinks, and also if you act, if you help the poor, if you set the oppressed free, if you break the chains, if you lose the chains, if you untie the cords of yoke, then, if you do that, then your light will break forth like the dawn. And your healing will quickly appear. Hallelujah. Then your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call me. And the Lord will answer. You will cry for help. And he will say, here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk. Next. No, we finish here. Okay. Praise be God. Hallelujah. The first result of true fasting is, your light will break forth like the dawn. Hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to leave it. <laughs> Your light will break forth like the dawn. Look, the sun. <laughs> it's a miracle in Ireland. We have sun today. You can look to the windows. <laughs> you can see a light shining over us. It's really good. <laughs> really good. And have you ever seen the sun rising early in the morning? Have you ever seen I know you live in Ireland, yes? <laughs> and here the sun is a hard thing to see. <laughs> Maybe you have seen it in moves. <laughs> On the internet, yeah? <laughs> or you can go to YouTube and search. Put this. Something like sunrise. <laughs> You're going to see it. In Brazil, every day, uh, every, almost every day, you can just go 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. in the morning, open your window and just... See, <laughs> a wonderful thing that God made for us. <laughs> when the sun comes, the sun rises. When the sun comes, the flowers open. It's a new color coming over us. The darkness goes out when the light shines. And a new day starts. God has something new for you after this fasting church. He wants to shine his light upon you, upon your, your church, upon this town. Like the sun rises, the sun will shine again in your life. Do you believe that? Like the sun rises, the sun will shine again in your life. The sun of justice is God. The Bible says in Psalms 30, verse 5. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night. Weeping may stay for the night. But rejoice comes in the morning. I believe that the night is going away from your life. Do you believe? The light of Jesus will shine upon you and you are going to be blessed by his power. He will guide you with his light. God is doing something new among us. A new day is dawning. It's a new time. A new time for Shalom Church. I don't know if you understand this chapter, this verse of this chapter. But when he says, weeping may stay for the night. We have hard nights in our life. Hard times. This is the night when we are facing some trouble, a big, a rude fight. When we have some situation that we cannot fix, it's just God. Just He can do something for us. We are in the night. But do you know, 
When start the night? Oh, sorry. When start the morning? When start the morning? Do you know? <laughs> when the night finished. <laughs> of course. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? Think with me. <laughs> really? When start a new day? Midnight. And at midnight, what what we have? If we open the window, midnight, what you can see? Darkness. Is <laughs> what God is doing in our life? Maybe you are not in sin yet, but a new day starts over your life. A new day starts in the church. Okay, weeping may stay for the night, <laughs> but when the day comes, midnight. 12.01 a.m. <laughs> it's too dark. You cannot see anything, but God is working for you. <laughs> God is working for this church. Because this church belongs to him. So, the new day started, but you didn't know yet. Now you know. <laughs> and you can just ask for you, wow, but I cannot see anything. I cannot see any change in my life. I cannot see any change in the church. We are in the same place. We have the same people here in the worship team. We have the same people in the cop team, AV team. God started to do a new thing in our lives. It's 12.01 a.m. in our life. <laughs> 12 and 2, 12 and 3. And you have to live it. Amen? Weeping may stay for the night, a short time, but rejoice comes in the morning. Hallelujah. I want to live it. I want to live it beside you. <laughs> we are in the darkness yet. Don't you worry. God is working. God is work. Amen? So the first result of true fasting, your light will break for the light down. The second result of true fasting, your healing will come to you. You haven't been waiting for a miracle for years. It's time to get it from God by faith and to live it from now on. It's time to see your healing coming upon your body. Over your soul. Because we believe and we sang here. He is the God of miracles. He is the God of miracles. So believe your healing is coming. Get it from God. Amen. The second result of true fasting. Your healing will come upon you. The third result of true fasting. Then you will call. And the Lord will answer. Hallelujah. If we call upon Jesus, if we pray, if we seek him, he will answer us. We will cry for help. He is our helper. And he will say, here am I. Here I am. I listen to you, my son. I listen to you, my daughter, my child. I come here just to listen to you. Just to hug, embrace you with my love. The Lord will answer you. Amen? God will answer our every prayer. If you do true fasting, you are going to be able to receive the right answer from God every time you pray. Verse 8 and 9, it says that if you want your voice to be heard in heaven, don't be religious. But practice religious, sorry, don't be religious, just practice religious rituals, but be just. Be just like the early Christians. Take care of the poor, orphans. Love your family. Take care of the house of God. Just one more verse and he will wrap it up. Verse 12. Look at the result of true fasting. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls. You will be called restorer of streets with dwellings. Hallelujah. What is broken in your life and needs to be restored? What is in ruins in your life? God wants to make you a strong rebuilder. You are called repairer of broken walls. You have to use that for your life. It's not me. I'm not telling you that you are repairing. 
God told to Israel and also to us, I will call you repair of a broken walls. Again, act. <laughs> action, an action, strong action in your life. Be a repairer, a rebuilder, a restorer. Is with you. God, count, God is counting with you. God is the way that you have to move. He sits on the throne and say, go, my son. <laughs> go, my daughter. I will help you. I'm beside of you. I'm your helper. Just go and act. Move. Do something. An action. A powerful action in your life. Be a rebuilder. If you are broken, if your family is broken, if your walls are gone, they were destroyed by the enemy. Bring the issue to God's presence right now. Bring it to God's presence. He's calling you a rebuilder, a repairer, a restorer. Ask strength for God to experience all the results of true fasting. You're going to be able to see your life being restored. Amen? And you'll be able to be a rebuilder of the strong foundation of your house, of your family. Be a rebuilder. Can you say... I am a rebuilder. I am a repairer of broken walls. I am a restorer of streets with dwellings. God help us to repair the broken walls around our family. God help us to restore our way, the path that we are living. God help us to rebuild our, our faith again. Our faith before God and our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And then, this is what God told me, put in my heart. It's a strong word. I know <laughs> He's calling us to change our life. Every time that we receive a, a discipline of God, <laughs> it's because He's loving us. Because He loves, He asking us, come on, move your way. Move the way that your life you are living. Just change your heart. Change the way that you are thinking. Do something different. You cannot be the same person that you were before this fasting. You cannot commit the same mistakes that you committed 21 days ago. You have to repent and you have to act. To move. To break every chain. To untie all the cords of the yoke. To set people free. To be free. To receive freedom from God. And you're going to be able to experience all these results of this true fasting. Amen. I'd like to ask Pastor Mars to come and pray for us. And it's that time to deliver your life totally before God. It's that time to cry, my brother. It's that time to repent. God, he loves when we have a broken heart in his presence. Even more when we do with give some sacrifice to him. He wants a broken heart. But more than that, he wants to see you change the way of your life. Change completely the way of your life. So it's time to cry in God's presence. It's time to open your heart and say, God, I'm nothing without you. I need you. I need your presence in my life. Restore. Restore my marriage. Restore my relationship with my, my son, my daughter. Restore the relationship with my neighbors, with my parents, relatives in another country. Help me to act. And I know that I have to act. It's not you. I have to go and do that. It's not you, God. So give me strength to do that. You are my helper. Go ahead. But I know that I will do it. I will do it. God is telling you today, move, move, change the situation of your life. It's in your hands. In Jesus' mighty name, I'd like to ask Pastor Mars. My brothers and sisters, did you receive the word of God today? Always when we receive a word from God, we have to give an answer to God. Because the Bible says we are listeners, but not doers of the word of God. I can guarantee you 
One day, you are going to be before God. Me and you, we are going to be in front of him. The Bible says man are going to die once. And one day they are going to appear before God for judgment. And you need to give one answer to God. You need to restore your life. You need to restore your relationship that is broken. You need to restore. Restore. We are restorers. Rebuilders. It's your hands. And what are you going to do? Just to listen to me? Please look at me. I'm talking to you that is here in church today. God is waiting for your answer. Your commitment. In a few minutes, we are going to, to have the Lord's Supper. My brothers, there is no sense to take the Lord's Supper and continue to live this kind of life. Sorry, no sense. You need to act. If you hurt someone, be humble and go and say, I did something wrong, I want you to fix it. Forgive me. Sometimes I'm so angry, sometimes I'm not humble, sometimes fix it. Close your eyes, please. I'm going to let you to have a one minute of prayer. You and God, just. Because you need to act. You need to act. This is the true fasting. the oppressed free and break every yoke tell to your soul what you are doing wrong and fix it tell to your family what you have to change tell to your leader your father, your mother, your fellow to work with you. God is calling us to act, to do, not to listen. You are here as rebuilder, as repairer, as restorer. this prayer we are going to have the Lord's Supper repent my brothers look to your life and say father I, mean, I want to repent Hallelujah. not just to say to God now but to change you need to act to do something different
Your repentance can change your future. Your repentance can change your future, where you are going to live eternally. don't want to be listeners of the word. We want to practice it, Father. We want to live it. We want to live for you, for your glory. Some of them are just wasting their lives, running after money, running after cars, houses, and things. That they are not going to bring to heaven. They are just wasting their time and their life. But they don't invest in people. They don't love people. They don't help. They don't divide their food, their clothes, their life with the poor. They are living a selfish life. Father, help me and all my brothers to live for you. Jesus name Father I pray bring true repentance over our lives and make us Father restorers Father make us Father repairers Father rebuilders because we are here to work for you we are here to to, to bring your kingdom over this nation. Not just for us. To save more people. To make disciples for you. This is the reason of life, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, I pray. Now we are going to have, in a few minutes, the Lord's Supper. And this Lord's Supper is very special. Because we are finishing 21 days of fasting. Today is the last day. Today you are still fasting. Okay? Today you are still fasting. The service is finishing, but the fasting, you can eat after midnight. Okay, if you want. And tomorrow you can, ha you can have a cup of coffee. Tomorrow I'm going to have a cup of coffee after these 21 days. If you fasted, of course, some people, unfortunately, don't took so serious this fasting. But tomorrow you can have your bread. You can have your beef, pasta. Our 21 days finishing. Please, but, but. You should keep fasting for the whole year, okay? We just finished our 21 days. But I challenge you, fast at least one day a week. One day, on Wednesday, Thursday, you choose the day. Because Jesus said, when you fast, <laughs> not if you fast, you have to fast. This is an obedience to God. This is a commandment. Okay? We finished our 21 days. But you have to keep fasting. At least one day a week. Amen? And we learned a lot about fasting. In these past three, four weeks. And I, I hope you, you got a lot. And you can keep fasting. 
I want you to read now Matthew 26 from 26 to 29. While they were eating, Jesus took the bread Jesus took the bread and when he had given thanks he broke it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body then he took the, a cup When he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the wine from now on until that day when I drink it anew drink it new with you in my father's kingdom <laughs> Jesus he was about to die and this is the reason I, I always say the Lord's Supper is something very special because in his last hours of life he called his beloved disciples those who were faithful to him and said this is my bro my, my, my body this is my body of the covenant or with my body I'm, I am making one covenant with you I'm going to give my body I'm going to suffer I'm going to go to the cross because of you. Are you going to be faithful to me? Because I'm giving my life to you. He said. Then he, he took the cup and said. You are going to drink this fruit of the wine. But this is my blood fruit of my pain that I'm going to suffer in a few hours. And he said, I will not drink it again. It's the last time. But one day, you are going to drink it with me in my kingdom. I think you didn't understand what I said. time you are drinking and eating but one day you are going to eat and you are going to drink with me in my kingdom Hallelujah. in my father's kingdom close your eyes again Jesus we are here consecrating our lives also we are here also to give you our best because we love you because we love your house also we are going to bring you our tithes offerings as a gratitude father you have given us life you have given us strength to work. And this is the reason we are going to give you also in a practical way, Father. Our tithes and offerings. Because we believe in you and we believe in your kingdom also. And also, Father, bless this bread 
and this fruit and this fruit of wine, this juice. And also, Father, we consecrate these 21 days of fasting. Sometimes, Father, it was not easy to fast. Not easy to stop eating food. But it was worth. Because we, I can see your power moving. I can see the results of not of my sacrifice, but the results of your sacrifice at the cross for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. And we thank you for this wonderful time we had today. And I consecrate this 21-day fasting in everyone's life. I know too many sacrifices was done here. Those who really fasted. But and I ask for those who really fasted, bless them, open the doors of their lives. Perform miracles, Father. Open the doors over their lives. Listen their cry. In Jesus' name I pray and I bless all my brothers. Also I pray for all of my brothers that they are faithful in their tithes and offerings. Supplying your church. Supplying, Father, your people. In order, because, Father, this is the, the blood of the covenant that is poured out for many. Not just for few people, for many. And we can see many people being saved in this place. And one day we are going to be thousand, Father. This place is small for your kingdom. Yes, and one day we are going to be thousand, thousand. Why? Because this blood is the blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. In Jesus' name we pray. And you can come now. Bringing your tithes, offerings before the Lord. And also, if you are already baptized, you can have the Lord's Supper. God bless you, Jesus.